0: Welcome to running it back, the lessons learned from sports podcast. I'm Mike Palmer joined as always by Tarlin Ray. Tarlin, we made it to our 50th episode. How are you doing today?
1: I'm fantastic. I still, I cannot wait till we go live, uh, live video so people can see not just the start of the show, but your prep. It makes me smile, laugh every time. You're a professional Potter. Mm. I mean, how many pods do you do? How many pods you do a week? On average,
0: I do a handful of pies, maybe three, two or three. Okay. Okay.
1: So I need to the reason I'm saying I need like my own walk up music, my own prep, my own Wim Hof breathing so I can get prepared for the show, but I, I'm going to sure. work on it because you're a professional. You carry me. So how am I doing? Give me a second. Yeah, please. Two topics to talk about one. And I promise I will not talk about travel again. Oh, I need to make a correction. Mm. I know that folks on the plane are flight attendants. Right. I might've used the word stewardess in the
0: yeah. past. Although whatever. I think wine steward is still okay.
1: <laughs> some ollier.
0: Yeah.
1: When I want the pick between the red or the white on the right. plane, barista, when you want to have the finest cup of coffee mm-hmm. coming out of that vat on the plane. But I, correction, long time listener, yeah. long time friend. She wrote in a text to me, stewardess. Yeah. I go, oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. So I went to Ireland. Yeah. Bucket list moments. I'm, I would have missed this trip. This trip was supposed to be two years ago, 2020, supposed to be the summer of 2020. And those who have listened, I ruptured my Achilles in March. I would not have been on this trip. This trip with seven other guys planned through Dunbar golf. And our driver was Adrian. He's fantastic. Was, was pretty epic. Unbelievable right. weather. You, you pack for a golf trip, you expect rain, you expect cold. And it was felt like it, I was in LA. A couple topics. One. And everyone flies a ton and I've flown a ton and I often am now used to bringing a Yeti or a little water bottle so I can fill up the water bottle yeah. in the faucet, right outside the bathrooms where you can get the count of how much water you're saving, plastic you're saving. And then I get on a plane with my water bottle, okay, I got. I have to stay hydrated. I was in for my nine hour trip across the pond, was in an exit row seat, which is great. But then the exit row seat where you don't have a seat back in front of you. So you have nowhere to put your bag. So your Mm. bag, goes up top. So imagine I have a water bottle that goes inside of my bag. I'm used to just sticking that under my seat. I finished the water. So I'm putting my bag back up and I am not used to the fact that the bag, because it's one of those, luggage compartments up top that folds down. So it's tilting down versus opening up. Yeah. I tilt it down. And I turn my head and the water bottle that's empty impales. The woman behind just dumps on her head and you hear donk and you hear,
0: Oh. Okay. But not breaking the, when you say impale, that's for. So she didn't, it did get stuck,
1: but it just conked her
0: out. No, granted, when she
1: walked onto the plane. I, on average, probably help three to four people put their bag up.
0: That's like your career stats. They often see, I I always, I always keep a
1: little ticker. People, when I say, would you like some help? They often say no. And then immediately say, yes, I would. So I was helping her and her friend find space. And once I conked her, I immediately, I'm in the back of the, I'm literally back of the plane, getting all three flight tents. I need a bag and I need ice, any garbage bag, I go to the back. I'm going to the front. I'm getting bags. I'm breaking ice. And I'm literally so mad. Yeah. this is, we just took off. I am giving the woman behind me a bag of ice. And yeah. I then have to sit in front of her for the next, next. Oh my nine goodness. Hours. It
0: is an argument for helping people with their luggage because it could have broken. Oh, it,
1: would have, it would have gone or
0: worse. Mushrooms. Worse. Yes. yes.
1: So we had already had a rapport, but she's still the this guttural, oh, oh, I didn't say it. That hurt. I just still is in my ear. So <laughs> we make it to make it to Ireland. Right, that's for like eight, eight and a half hours. You're Eight and a half hours. I sleep for one. So I'm just garbage, but we land and yeah. two things I would recommend. Forget the golf, which was unbelievable. Goldhead, Hurley, yeah. Baldy yeah. Bunyan, Waterville, yeah. epic. The Guinness tour and the Jameson tour. I've done the Guinness. I haven't done the Jameson. Yeah. But Guinness, the thing that's fascinating me, it's still my favorite. Beer. Most people will say... It tastes different in the states versus mm. there it's mm-hmm. not true part of the reason is guinness is so dope that they'll send people out every 25 days to every pub in ireland and clean yeah. the lights right
0: that's part of the reason why it tastes the way it tastes also there there is a there's a community of practice around a perfect poor
1: oh we learn the poor yeah but amazing to think about this company that's been around since the 1800s Then how innovative they are they're the first to trademark Trademarking the harp, yeah, they have their own glasses, and it's not only the pour, but you know the ridges on the bottom of the glasses signifies whether or not you'll get the right pour. Mm. All beer used to be carbonated, so I tasted my first carbonated Guinness. Mm. Not fan. They spent eight years figuring out using nitrogen, and the guy who was doing the R and D on the nitrogen Guinness used to get just. Just ridiculed within the business crew. Oh, the dude doing the crazy stuff. And then when it launched, no one wanted to really drink it and carry in the pubs. And now look where it is today. So the innovation and the work they did, they built their own trolley system with the factory because it was the fastest way to be able to get the beer once complete back down
0: to the river. And they licensed the water rights, right?
1: Yes. So it's just unbelievable to see, to hear because organizations and companies survive because of that innovation and taking bold steps. And so I think Guinness did it across the board. And so I was fascinated there.
0: Nice multimedia experience there. There's a gestalt of being in the Guinness building, culminating at the rooftop bar with views across Dublin. Dublin. Delightful. Delightful. Jameson tour. I'm not used to drink. I don't normally
1: drink Irish whiskey, but fascinating to hear the story of Irish whiskey how that whole industry almost cratered and worked its way back. Got a chance to have a private teasing of the Jameson Black Barrel, Powers 12, the Red Breast, Bow Street, and Middleton, very rare. I will say the Red Breasts I will now carry in the house, but the Middleton, very rare, is just a fascinating pour. And so I want to give it up for A, when you put your water bottle away, make sure you do not Drop it on the person behind you because that will be an uncomfortable ride. Right. Two, don't sleep on Guinness because the story behind companies has been around for a ton of time that takes a lot of drive innovation. It's not just about the people and leadership. And then three, I'm now part of the, the Irish whiskey family, but red breasts only for me, that, that's
0: truly the poor. Interesting. There you go. And come at us, Ireland tourism board, Ireland golf. For the friendly people. Fun the, people. The people of Guinness, St James Gate is where St James Gate, St yeah, James Gate, and then obviously our friends at Jameson. Interestingly, running it back also ages well. Very similar to how Guinness has been around for a long time. We've been around since 2020. We've been looking back over the last almost the last two and a half years. Looking at our 49 episodes thus far, this is number 50. Congratulations, we made it. Good on us. Good job by you.
1: Congratulations, you too.
0: Thanks so much. Heartfelt thanks to everyone who's been listening so far. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please tell other folks we want to continue to spread the word. We want to capture the magic we've had so far and think about how do we get it to the next level? Where do we go next with what we've been doing so far? So today's going to have a little bit of looking back so that we can look forward to it where do you want to start well i'm just
1: excited because we're now on our 50th show and for the first time you've actually shared stats with me i actually have my daughters would say how many people listen i go i have no idea did anyone listen to that show i don't know and so thank you for letting me yeah. in behind the scenes sure because as you know we like to share data and stats often care of wikipedia this is actually a different source. So let's right. talk about our, it's, I was fascinated to see our top 10 shows. Yes. And these are the top 10 most downloaded shows. Allen Iverson. Right, number one all time. Number one all time. The Scotty Pippen Show, when we covered- His book Unguarded, his memoir, yes. Space Jam or Space Jam 2. Yeah. Which was a surprise to me in number three. The NFL black head coach, problem. Kyrie the vaccine in NBA. Simone Biles in Tokyo, if you remember the Tokyo Olympics, running it back 2021 year in review. then coming in at eight, nine and 10, the last dance origin story, Magic Johnson, HIV, and then Antonio Brown's walk-off NFL and TMZ. Mm
0: -hmm. Were you surprised by that top 10? I was, although unlike you, I I do look at the data pretty regularly. (laughs) You have the data. So it's cumulative numbers. And some of it's hard to catch up to. The Alan Iverson Show, where we talk about practice. Talk is, about practice? That came out when we first launched this feed back September 8th, 2020. So it's had the benefit of a little bit of extra time to accumulate listenership. Uh, you know, as opposed to our number four show, the NFL's Blackhead Coach Problem. That came out February 1st of 2022, and it's already our fourth most downloaded show. I do think, you know, Scotty Pippen's... Unguarded Memoir and Space Jam and Space Jam 2 are interesting data points for us to build off of that they kind of run counter to a lot of the other stuff that we've done over the years. They're more based on what's new and relevant in the media, but they both do have interesting run-it-back connections in the case of Space Jam, running it back to The first Space Jam, Jordan's Space Jam back in the 90s, comparing LeBron's and today's back to what was going on in the 90s. And then Scottie Pippen's memoir, Unguarded, is an interesting counterpoint to the the predominant narrative, the the one that's really critical to our story, which is Jordan's Last Dance, which is how this show really came into being. So those things kind of jumped out at me. And then the last thing that was a little surprising was how... Antonio Brown and the NFL and TMZ culture, which we dropped right at the beginning of this year, January 11th, 2022. The fact that had risen through the ranks was a little surprising to me, but also that's, I guess, what gets folks' attention these days. So yeah, those are my impressions. How about you? Just a little deeper cut. The top
1: five after 24 hours. Running it back 2021. Aaron Rodgers, uh, addition The Flores suit, NFL black coach problem, Kyrie, then mm. the top five after seven days, NFL black coach, Kyrie Aaron Rodgers running back 2021 and Ben Simmons makes that cut. So yes. Iverson has the benefit of time, but also just shows how big a cultural icon and the impact that Al Iverson had on the NBA. Yeah. I often, when you trying to building product or services. I ascribe to the lean methodology within products, which is have an hypothesis. What is the smallest thing that you can build or put out into the market? And then see what, how your customers respond. Yeah. So we should use this data to inform the way that we think about future shows.
0: Yeah.
1: I think our readership appreciated that we ear read at about two X. Scottie Pippen show that screams to me that they would like us to also ear read Phil's book, the rip roaring Mm. and cover that because I do believe we need to get through Phil's stories and get the background behind him stiffing bones, his caddy and all that is Phil in his 52, 53 years on this earth. So.
0: You're talking about I, I, Phil Mickelson. Sorry, Phil Mickelson. I thought, yeah, I went from, I went to Phil Jackson because you no. were talking about the Bulls. Got it. Yes. Talking about Phil, remember, it is current. Yeah. Phil
1: Mickelson's book just came out. Ah, a, It can tie into the live tour. Yeah. Scottie Pippen's book came out and was unguarded. It is a response to the last dance and shots at Jordan. It's relevant. So what we're doing, it's a twofer. We're reading for people. So they don't have to read the book and then we're giving commentary
0: on it uh, as of today and we can still run it back. And I imagine there are folks who want to read the book who want to go deeper too. So the fact that we didn't love Unguarded, there are people who probably wanted more content who did get- I gave it a solid half star, whatever our rating, what's our rating system? (laughs) I'm not sure, but it was interesting. We enjoyed it. And yeah, what I also found interesting looking back through 50 episodes is by the time you look at 50, that's a big enough body of work or- oeuvre, as I like to say.
1: (laughs) So many vowels. That's close to having a wordle start, but too many letters.
0: Yeah, but if you do that many episodes, you start to tease out some different themes, some different strands. Those strands can turn into playlists or feeds of their own. If you're looking over these 50, how do you shape them up? What have we been talking about over the years?
1: Not surprisingly, we lean heavily towards the NBA. We had 18... Unique episodes focused on the NBA, not afraid to talk a little NFL, nine shows focused on football alone, four around women's sports, touched a little baseball, with the five tool player. We got a little Mike Tyson, got a parenting show about the alpha dad. So I would say we lean heavily towards the two dominant sports in the US right now, not including, I guess the most dominant sport is probably esports that no one talks about, which maybe you got to add that to the list. Yeah, I
0: play some um, night while we're recording. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is where we've gone. The other surprising, and I put Space Jam under a different bucket. It's, I guess it's sports movies. Mm-hmm. It's, that has always been one of the things I've been obsessed with doing. On my own, just keeping little notes on sports, movies, Space Jam and Space Jam Two opened us up to making sure we talk about docu series and movies, and maybe getting through the Ali PBS special. Yeah, the new Nolan Ryan movie,
0: the new YouTube twenty minutes untitled on the big fella Patrick Ewing, getting inside his storied career. He
1: text that to me. I still
0: literally.
1: Did not open that.
0: <laughs> Listen to it at 2X. That's 10 minutes. Yeah. So we
1: do want to spend some time because it it brings some of these off the paper, it brings some of these either fictional stories to life, but also seeing some of the great sports heroes. So it's definitely something we want to add in our next 50 shows to talk about. Wait,
0: Space Jam's fictional? Oh right! No, I knew that. I knew that all along. I mean, Space Jam Two is also fictional. <laughs> I knew both of those things.
1: And we're working on remember, We're still working
0: on that screenplay. I've, I've, I've been running around LA with the yeah. Space Jam Three scripts. So don't worry, is, you're out there for a reason, and your expense account can get shut off at any moment, Tarland. Like the unlimited resourcing we've had so far, that could dry up at some point. But then also, we did want to talk about our history. We touched on it a little bit, but this started back in 2020. This is something that has been a fixture in our lives through a very tumultuous period. You know, this started in some dark days for both of us, but for you, you were also dealing with your Achilles in the spring of 2020. Your rehab was starting. I even remember one night while we were recording, we could hear the applause and the bells ringing as we were in the thick of the first wave of the COVID Pandemic here. Especially, or you in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we were saluting our healthcare workers every evening at seven, and we happened to be recording at the time. There's some really powerful stuff like that. We also, my son has appeared once on the show. Can you say Running It Back? Running It Back. Oh, I like that one. Can you say one more time? Running It Back. Can you say Welcome to Running It Back? Running It Back. Okay. And how about subscribe wherever you get your podcast? Oh, that's a take. That's a take. If in I ever one, heard in one. one take. One take. All right. Say you want to say goodbye to Uncle Tarlin? Yeah. Okay. Say bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, buddy. And he still sounds really cute. We'll figure out how to incorporate more of that sound. You know, it has been pretty remarkable to see him growing up through this phase. And you start thinking about how. Your family can listen to your shows. He can listen to it later on in his life. Just letting you know, you, uh, don't hold your breath. He, your won't, he won't. He won't listen to it. your show.
1: I <laughs> think there might be a, a short window. I have to push the new pod to my kids and wife and say,
0: hopefully they'll listen to this when he's pre pre tween. He'll listen. He's currently a three nager So once his once he gets out of his angst of, Dad, I don't want to stop wearing pull ups. And when he's past that phase. I think there'll be a brief window where he'll be open to this. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. And I do remember how we have talked about our families on the show and how, you know, sports to me does have connections to how I think about my dad and growing up, how I've connected to other generations. And it is a way in which I am. My son is now a Mets fan. (laughs) Sorry for him. Don't call it child abuse. Sorry for him. So far so good. They're looking good. So far, but how about from a life experience over this span of time that we've been doing this show, any reflections there?
1: For me, this has been a necessary outlet in a time that it continues to be crazy. To think back to the reason we were able to pod in the afternoon was there's really no concept of time during the lockdown. Yeah. And we had the space, at least for us, we... Got through a hard COVID day and 5 p.m. was when you're like, oh, should we make a new cocktail and try that out? So it really was thinking back and you wrote out some of the great origin in the the episodes we ran. It was interesting to see our thought process and imagine we didn't have sports in the moment. So we were thinking back, probably using our experiences in COVID to think back to sports moments. that resonated with us and sort of bringing that back as a way to have something to be talking about in the moment when we're starving for action. Yeah. yeah. For me, it, it's, it rounds everyone has, as I talk to people that are looking to join the organization, I ask them what, what were they, how they stay curious, what's their side hustle. And so I appreciate you giving an outlet for a side hustle yeah. because it's a platform and a set of lessons that I still take away from the day from playing sports. It gives me a way to apply that. Not only the way I think about my job, business, helping my kids. So it's, it really is, it fills my cup. Mm-hmm. So I, that's the way I say that to you on air, thank yeah. you for yeah. providing an outlet. And now I have also the next level the next 50, I do have friends and people that listen to the pod will text me. And they want me to go farther. They understand I'm at times I may be presenting a narrative. There's a narrative and here's a point of view, but they don't think I'm being vociferous enough about what I actually believe and think Mm. they're waiting for it. So it's a maturation and evolution, just the way that you're expressing yourself, thinking through ideas, managing through your dad jokes. It all is part of our process. I look forward to the next 50.
0: For me, it helps me with my thinking to be forced to talk. If I didn't have to say things, I wouldn't necessarily figure things out in the way that I wind up figuring them out if I do figure them out. And then also i found that when I can't really express myself as much about something like George Floyd back in 2020, the fact that Blackbald was out on Quibi and we were talking about Donald Sterling and the 2014 Clippers. That to me, gave us an outlet, gave a, gave me a window into something that I felt more comfortable talking about. I can pretty much talk to anybody about sports at any time, really just about anything, same thing when Uvalde happened and and Buffalo, we were able to talk about that differently because we had this vehicle and because Steve Kerr had put himself out there and was giving us something to respond to when we've been able to tap into protest or acts of conscience, truth to power moments where the sports landscape, the sports universe, as much as it's been about TMZ and Antonio Brown, it's also been about acts of conscience like Colin Kaepernick, like Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, like Rauf on fire. Even Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, some of the things that they've done that are a little more conscience driven. I am happy that we've been able to cover women's sports and in terms of the narrative give them some of their due. I think that is a place where we've done enough shows in that vein that we could create a dedicated feed that is talking about that stuff. In particular, I think the title nine conversation, our most recent episode that was right on the heels of Roe v Wade being overturned really gave me an opportunity to say something and it's important to say something these days rather than to remain silent but rather than talking directly about it or act as though i'm a i know constitutional law instead i know sports and i understand a little more about sports history i've been focusing on that stuff and it gives us the space to talk about things that might be harder to go at straight on
1: yeah and following that thread i was thinking through looking through all the episodes and some of my favorite episodes you mentioned blackballed not only was it around the time we're covering it around the time of george floyd but i loved just crushing Quidzy. quibby and quibby Quib, quibby I, it should be called Quidzy. whatever Quidzy was netflix's name when they were gonna oh quickster quickster see what's a quidzy? There's a quitsy somewhere. Don't not, edit this out. I'm
0: not sure what I, I want. I'm this, gonna put this. Quits, is I'm Definitely talk, bonus. This is definitely bonus comments. Quitsy
1: into the universe. Yep. Quibby, awful. They're a terrible business model. But Blackbold, one of my favorite, most recent Title IX, given that it was the this, this Saturday after the Roe v. Wade, I think it needed its time and space. Uh, They're already celebrating the 50 year of uh, Title IX, but that created just additional context and that amped up the importance. I thought the Uvalde show was one of my favorites. And this is getting to the way we talk about issues, not just around who, who scored more, but just the impact. The Rooney Rule show, and, and that goes with the black head coach problem, that those two, it's just digging into the data and then saying <laughs> on its face, why is, why are things the way they are? I did appreciate it. And you, I think you geeked out more on any show on the space jam two show, because I, I will watch any sports movie that comes out it's just right. the way I roll. I have still have the, the VHS tapes of some of the old sports movies. And then the, there's two more. One is the tiger show mm-hmm. the ode that I wrote at four in the morning before the show is still personal to me. So I I want to end with my ode to Tiger. Yeah. I, I want to thank you for being my hero. I want to thank you for giving me permission who didn't pick up a golf club until I was 19 to play anywhere. Country club, show up, lone black guy on the course. And I love red. So I definitely wore that there. I want to thank you for giving me something to do on a Sunday where I'm glued to the TV, just hoping That's one of those 56% chance of you winning. I wanna thank you for allowing me to have my shorthand text with my best friends where I just write on a Thursday, minus four, should we have hope? I wanna thank you for your failures in recovery. I wanna thank you for being a doting dad to your kids. I love seeing it. I wanna thank you for being human. You're not a robot. I wanna thank you for being complicated. I want to thank you for shanking and flubbing on TV when you were in the 2010s, 2019s, because it's like, that's the way I play golf. I want to thank you for your dad pride and Sam and Charlie and watching you play a father son with Charlie and just how much you loved and you cared less about your game. I want to thank you for your terrible balding head. I got a receding. My girls still talk about my hairline. Is it always like that? Did it ever come? Is it <laughs> seems like it's going farther and farther back. I want to thank you for your bad pleated pants. Look, the red shirt was fine, but really oversized. Yeah. The pleated black pants just, I mean, it's terrible when you look they're, back.
0: They're almost a little baggy. A
1: baggy, totally. I, I had the same. I, I I thought I was an XL my whole life. It's, it's they're twice the size. I want to thank you for being a little Urkel, a little Jordan, and a little Obama at the same time. Mm. I want to thank you for giving us something to talk about in the black community. when we're hanging out with Trump. When you say Kabbalan-Asian, and for going number one in the Dave Chappelle race draft. I want to thank you for my longstanding Halloween costume. I want to thank you for always being called Tiger if I walked into the country club, because that, that's what I thought that was cute, my name. And ultimately, I want to thank you for winning in 2019, because it brought me joy, and I could actually show my kids my sports hero. And then Serena the Goat, People think I'm crazy that she's still holding on at 40, trying to win the match Margaret court. And the last and the most controversial, which doesn't get a lot of run, is a CP three point God. And I am always going to be partial to a six foot dude who controls the game. I know he's lost and he has never won a championship, but you're not going to knock me off from being a CP three fan.
0: Yeah. And that one was fun too, because there was a little bit of a a back and forth there. One of our problems is we tend to agree too much, but that was one where I believe I I was hashtag team Barkley and you were hashtag team point (laughs) guys. Barkley
1: staying with Turner. Everyone can settle down. Not going to live
0: tour. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then it is interesting now that we've done this many shows and we're planning to continue to do them. It's fun to think of this as a vehicle for Critiquing what's happening in sports. And when we were starting, it was a little bit of, is there enough out there? Do we really have a way to go about this? Now it's almost like there are many, many more shows than we have the ability to produce. Are there any areas that you aspire to covering? What topics do you think we could build on? Or do you think we could go into new directions? Any ideas for what we should cover? in the future, what we should cover next. You and I have been batting
1: around ideas and we've actually decided to no longer just have a text thread of random ideas. We actually, what about a Google Doc? One, and it's information coming out recently is just around Jim Thorpe and him no longer being stripped of his Olympic medals for the 1912 games because he played a few baseball games prior to going to Olympics. Some may say one of the greatest athletes of all time. So love to cover thorpe at some point a jeter um has his docu-series out on espn talking about him as a captain and other great captains impact they can have on sports we've already talked about phil's book rip roaring i we do need to ear listen to that i want to cover that i want to talk about the impact phil's impact
0: and and then as we talk about live that may be episode 54 liv okay we're going to definitely do that that's fifty four. we got to go back to black qb standards Right
1: now, Kyler Murray just signed a massive extension and they had a studying clause. In it that Kyler Murray said, It's ridiculous to think that you don't think that I don't study any film. I'm 5'10. How am I getting away with this? And then Patrick Mahomes recently was called uh, If You Take Away His First Read, He's just a street ball player, yet he's four times making the AFC Championship game and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson, unsigned, former MVP and still unsigned to a contract. So, it's interesting the knocks that black quarterbacks would take. So I want to cover that. Mm-hmm. And a new one I put in, just thinking about Connecticut women's hoops and the, their legacy. Sue Bird is finally retiring down at Deanna, Deanna Tarasi at 40. It's only a few players in NBA and WNBA to score with 30 points. So I want to juxtapose that against Duke men's Mims, Mims hoops legacy. So mm. Ariama versus Coach K. Yeah. I'm, it's about to be fantasy sports season. So August is coming. I need to. Yeah. The joke is I need to go buy my fantasy sports mag. I'm about to be on a plane this Friday night. So I will buy the physical copy and start going through it. And I guess the last one, we had some, we had people talking about this. Colleague at work who continues to ask, when are you going to do the Pete Weber show? Pete Weber was in the news recently, caused some controversy at a, a bowling tournament. And for me, I like, if we're going back to women's athletes, I used to watch the Black Widow famous female pool player on TV religiously. Just want to sprinkle in other sports, female sports athletes who have made an impact on their various sports.
0: I didn't realize we're going to do a bowling show. I'm super excited right off the bat. Hopefully we can cover Walter Ray Williams Jr. as well, who is also in the running with Jim Thorpe in that he's not only a great bowler, he's also a competitive horseshoes pitcher. Oh, so the, how would he do in Cornell then? Probably similarly. He probably is also a good slow pitch softball pitcher. I'm just throwing it out there. You could probably shoot uh, underhanded free throw baskets. Yeah,
1: Max throwing is, is a little hard underhanded, so underhanded. Maybe not that, not yeah, those. Yeah,
0: yeah, but there's a lot in there. Maybe since we know the media plays, just spitball in here. Is there a kingpin angle to it? I think there might be. This is you're listening to our content development, our our pitch process in flight right here. The world is ours. We can do whatever we want. It is also a time, I like your note, about learning from the data, also hopefully learning more from our listeners. It's a great time to pitch us on show topics. The other one I think that's out there, ties a little bit to the fantasy sports, is the whole notion of the Sloan Conference and sports metrics the most important sports statistic. What are we thinking about in terms of the quantification of sports, the next gen geek out that's happening across the world of sports right now? That would be a good one. New general manager for Minnesota Vikings, young guy from Ghana.
1: He's former investment banker. It is, he is all born out of the analytics and love to see him on the Vikings, but it, it's, it's the movement is here and not going away, and it's changed changed the sport.
0: Yeah, and as we're getting closer to conclusion here, Darlin, the other thing I wanted to mention is that as I was doing my research, I looked at your back catalog in terms of appearances on Trending in Ed, which was the podcast that this show started on. You're also a generational expert, and you're also someone who talks about business relevant topics, you did talk about a letter from 181 CEOs back in 2019. We all contain multitudes. I do want to continue to tap into the way you think about culture, the way you think about business and building teams and also engaging across generations. That is a place where we've touched on it, but I think we could try to make clearer ties to how some of those ideas relate to sports, especially the generational stuff, which I did dig up an older episode of Trending in Ed that we're going to release as part of the Running It Back feed, which is you and I talking about engaging a millennial workforce and using the NBA as an example of that. In some ways, he did so well with that, that you got your call up to running it back as its own dedicated feed. But any thoughts? Let's be clear. You had yeah.
1: how many shows in Trending and Ed? Yeah. How many shows before I joined my first one?
0: Your first show was, I think, just after our 100th episode.
1: All right. And I did three or four. And would you say for it five? It is five. T- five yeah, but yeah. for a period of time, I, had, I was a part of two of your top shows yes. ever. Yes. And you can't hold me down in the minor leagues. I needed space. Yeah. There's just so many voices trying to get in. I just need my, I need a lane. So I thank you for seeing me. Yeah. I thank you for seeing me Uh and then allowing me to be
0: me on this show. So I brush. And also sparing folks who really just care about education. You and me, chopping it up about sports. As we're concluding here, any thoughts on connecting sports to other aspects of the world? Like our format, Lessons Learned, looking back. My wife has talked about it as being both timely and timeless. So shout out to Robin. We do, when we're at our best, I think we're doing both. We're responding to something that's happening right now. And then we're showing that it actually connects to something much deeper, much broadly applicable uh, than just thinking about what's happening right now in sports. Any concluding thoughts as we wrap up today's episode? So, going back
1: to sports movies, actually had the whole family watch rise. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo, do not edit that.
0: I just needed to get one of our overdub voices to say Antetokounmpo for you. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And
1: his brothers. And following trials and tribulations of that family in Greece, him getting recognized in Greece, the efforts they went through just to get the NBA and the fact that all three brothers are in the NBA. I, my wife, so since 98, 99, she has watched me be obsessed with sports, but has an ability to watch TV and watch sports, but have zero idea what's going on because she's not sh- rise in watching what it what it takes for athletes to be great. She first time she says, I finally get it. Because when she's watching sports, it just seems so easy to everyone because she didn't grow up trying to just Get better every day so the yeah. see the work that that it takes was amazing So so literally it's like i finally understand what it takes i just it's not as easy as it looks and these guys are working their ass off yeah. one and then two the family element how close that family was how that is their tribe it was a touching story so for me sports movies it is real life that is the soap opera that becomes entertainment it, was one way for us recently three weeks ago to galvanize and bring the whole family around for some popcorn and viewership.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll end with this. And I was thinking we're 50. What happens? What are some great 50 players that wore 50? We had David Robinson yeah, wore 50. Uh, Ralph Stampson, yeah. great UVA grad, wore 50. And he was part of the Twin Towers. If they didn't get hurt, they, had, they were on the path to changing the NBA because everyone was trying to have, I think you had a Bill Cartwright, Ewing, awful mix there. Nick's trying to match that. Dak Randolph, let's not forget. Yeah. Bumping, bumping grind. In football, we had Mike Singletary. We had your boy in baseball, Sid Fernandez, who was repping the 50th state in the union. Uh, Sid from, Pago, from, yeah. From Hawaii. And then the great products and services that are celebrating their 50th this year Pong. Without yeah. Atari Pong, mm. I would not have tried to play. NBA 2K22 last night, because I still have an Xbox. We have a switch, we still have a Wii and I claim it's for my kids, but yeah, I still game a little bit time to time. The egg McMuffin is 50, 50, years of egg it, McMuffin. 50 years of egg McMuffin. See how I got you off your chair, nerf football. Are you oh, kidding me? Please. How much nerf you play and oh, the evolution God. of nerf. And I get a new ball. Is this still a nerf, but it feels like a nerf Popeye's. Oh, please. And, you know, they almost broke, they broke the world last, was it last year with that had chick, chicken the sandwich. chicken sandwich? And then you gotta give it, I watched in the club before we got on, you gotta give it a 50 cent oh, when you yeah. watch that video and you have, mm-hmm. and it's not as 50, but it just gave up a 50. Yeah. When you watch Eminem and Dre and you're looking into a lab and then the dude is hanging upside down and says, yeah. yo, shorty, it's your birthday
0: got to get up for that. It's also, that's one that when that music is playing, you got to get up. You got to get up. You got to
1: have for yeah. the Eggman Muffin. I'm just trying to, so I want you to have just a little, can we get the release of that? Or maybe you just, I'll get
0: Matthew to sing that. I would grab a shorty version of In the Club for our listeners. Yeah, lots going on. 50 there, 50 states. they are more than 50 Super Bowls, but we're going to catch them in the near term. Look out for us. Don't call it a comeback. Been here for years. Been here for a couple years now, and we'll keep coming back. It's been a blast. Hopefully, our listeners are enjoying it. Thanks as always, Tarlin. Amazing run. Let's keep it going. We're done. Go, 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 Sean. It's your birthday. We're going to.